On Oklahoma's crowded death row, Richard Glossop's glimmer of hope. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! with Dennis Moynihan and our weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. Richard Glossop has been on Oklahoma's death row for 25 years, convicted of masterminding the 1997 beating death of Barry Van Trees, the owner of a motel he managed. While Glossop has maintained his innocence, he's faced nine separate execution dates. Just weeks ago, the Oklahoma Pardon and Parole Board voted to allow Glossop's scheduled May 18th execution to proceed. Then last week, the U.S. Supreme Court granted Glossop a temporary stay of execution pending its review of his case. Despite a growing consensus that Glossop is actually innocent, Oklahoma's capital punishment justice system remains determined to kill him. But not all officials are on board. Oklahoma Attorney General Gentner Drummond and State Representative Kevin McDougal, both Republicans, argue Glossop was denied a fair trial. McDougal watched documentary filmmaker Joe Berlinger's series Killing Richard Glossop, based in part on investigative reporting by Intercept journalists Liliana Segura and Jordan Smith. McDougal concluded the state has no real proof of Glossop's guilt. And the one thing they have is a witness that says that he was the one that told him to commit the murder. McDougal told Public Radio Tulsa in April, speaking of the prosecution's reliance on a single witness, Justin Sneed, who confessed to Van Trees's murder. Guess who that witness was? The actual murderer that beat him with a baseball bat. He's the witness. And what did he get for that testimony? He got off a of death row himself and got life in prison. They have zero proof outside of that. Renowned anti-death penalty activist Sister Helen Prejean has counseled death row prisoners for decades. She wrote the book Dead Man Walking, made into a movie that earned actor Susan Sarandon an Oscar for her portrayal of Prejean. Prejean first spoke to Richard Glossop in 2015. It was a phone call. That's Sister Prejean speaking on the Democracy Now! News Hour describing her first conversation with Glossop after learning how thin the prosecution's case was. He's a gentle guy. And here's what I hear. Sister Ellen, I apologize. I know I didn't ask your permission or anything, but I think Oklahoma is really serious about killing me, and would you be with me? So I go, well, sure, I'll be with you, Richard. Sister Prejean described the immediate impact of that call. I get in bed that night, because I already have the experience of how broken the thing is, and you can truly be innocent, bolt away at 2 o'clock in the morning and, and realize, in my own conscience, I can't just accompany that man and be there when he's killed. I know enough about how broken this system is. He may really be innocent. And right away, and I made two phone calls, and one was to Susan Sarandon, my buddy, who really cares about justice. And the other phone call was to the Vatican, to Pope Francis with the Vatican, please try to do what it could to speak up for Rich Gloss. State Representative McDougal joined 33 other Oklahoma state legislators, including 27 Republicans, demanding the governor and the Oklahoma Pardon and Parole Board investigate Glossop's case. When that didn't happen, they recruited the Reed Smith Law Firm for a pro bono independent inquiry. Between June and September 2022, the law firm released four reports totaling over 400 pages detailing flaws in the prosecution's case and, importantly, 
Justin Sneed's attempts to recant his testimony implicating Glossop and the prosecution's efforts to stop him from recanting. The case is now before the pro-capital punishment, conservative-majority U.S. Supreme Court. Oklahoma Attorney General Drummond filed a brief with the court, which included the unusual admission that, quote, the state of Oklahoma recently made the difficult decision to confess error and support vacating the conviction of Richard Glossop, unquote. Even though the attorney general feels this way, critical institutions—courts, the pardon board, the corrections department—are all locked into the process that is currently set for execution. Should the Supreme Court fail to intervene, Oklahoma's machinery of death will move forward, despite the state attorney general's emphatic objections. Richard Glossop would be served his last supper for the fourth time, then killed with a lethal injection. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt holds clemency power over the state's 42 death row prisoners. Oklahoma has one or two executions scheduled per month over the next 18 months. Stitt could still grant clemency to Glossop or commute his sentence to life with or without the possibility of parole, removing the threat of execution. Sister Helen Prejean wants to see the death penalty abolished outright nationally. All the other guys on death row that are lined up for execution, they don't have teams like this working for them. What is going to happen to them? There are over 2,400 prisoners on death row in the United States. The time has come to abolish the broken, unjust system of capital punishment. I'm Amy Goodman with Dennis Moynihan.